welcome to the Inner Bitch, Inner Truth podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Jacari, naturopathic doctor turned speaker, writer, and intuitive empowerment coach. Each week, I bring you inspiring stories, people, and messages to help you lean into loving your emotions, transforming your relationship with yourself and others, and giving you the clarity you need to create a life you love. have with me today, Natalie Hudson. She is just the most beautiful, inspiring entrepreneur of two small businesses. And I had to get her on today to inspire the listeners, inspire all of you, because she is truly just such a gem. And it's been such a joy chatting with her and getting to know her a little more and what's like behind the business. So thank you so much for being here, Natalie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored that you asked me to come on your podcast. Yay. So happy we're doing this. Okay. So let's just dive right on in. Heck yeah. You became an entrepreneur at the age of 23. Yes. It was crazy. (laughs) Yes. So my mind is like, okay, she must have had like entrepreneurs in her family. She must have grown up just kind of thinking like, oh yeah, I could totally do this. But when we were chatting, I found out that that's not the case at all. Do you mind sharing a bit about that journey? I mean, so when I was like 23, I mean, first of all, like no one back then, like there's like a lot of businesses, small shops starting up now. No one back then was really doing anything, especially at age of 23, but like in our inner circle, anything um, as far as like directly um, role models directly next to me, like my mom was a teacher. um, And so intended to go down the similar route. I actually have a master's degree. We'll get into that later. But um, yeah, not a whole lot um, until actually um, my dad married my stepmom. And she has she was a co partner of a dance studio in Ann Arbor. So um, that was like, the only, you know, really entrepreneurial, like business owner thing that I had my you know, my dad was an engineer for GM. Um, all of my aunts and uncles, you know, work the standard nine to five. And yeah, like there was just, when I went to do it, it was kind of weird. Everyone was like, what's Natalie doing? <laughs> like, What's happening? Yeah. What, I thought you were going to go right into grad school. And I'm like, no, we're doing this for a little while. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it was definitely like a, quite a shock when I was just like, I'm going to start a business because like no one, I don't think anyone really saw that coming. <laughs> right. Yeah. So what, when was the moment for you where you're just like, I'm going to freaking do this? Heck yeah. So, um, I was the, well, my first business to digress is, um, an airbrush tanning salon. That's what I started when I was 23. And it was just kind of like everything fell into place. So I had worked at a tanning salon when I was younger. I, in college, started working at one. Um, melanoma kind of um, took place in my family. So that, you know, steered me away from tanning. So I got really into the airbrush tanning, um, you know, and the whole healthy tanning. And the salon I was doing it at closed. And it was just kind of one of those things where I was like, I was like the assistant manager there. I was making my own schedule. I loved airbrush tanning. I was so passionate about it that I was just like, well, I wanted to keep doing it. Right. And I was playing, you know, I was starting my master's degree shortly afterwards. And I was just like, I don't want to have to work at a job that's, you know, super time constrictive if I'm starting this whole journey in school and grad school and everything. So I was like, well, I have some clientele already built. 
you know, the salon owner that I was working for at the time gave me like a ton of furniture to like, you know, decorate my space. And I, I mean, honestly, like the, it just kind of happened in like a literally a matter of a month of me just being like, I think I can do this to me just being like, this is happening because, you know, my upfront cost wasn't a whole lot. Um, my actual space, you know, it's a great location, but it's actually on the second floor of like right downtown East Lansing. So it's very inexpensive, um, super affordable. It's a smaller space. So like, I mean, just that cost alone isn't a lot. It's not a lot of utilities because it's so small, um, but it's enough room for me. And it just like all worked out. You know, I had my husband help me put in wood floors and make it all cute. Um, and eventually I was able to not only upgrade my machinery, but like multiple. So now I have like a really good system. Um, and it was just, yeah, like it was just kind of like, like I said, a matter of a month of me saying like, I could probably do this to me just being like, this is totally doable. We're doing it. <laughs> but, you know, I think it was definitely, you know, like I mentioned before, kind of a shock <laughs> because it was like, no one was really doing anything like that. And it was a major leap, definitely like a massive leap, but panned out, it worked out. Yeah, that's incredible. So I'm wondering, because I think a lot of people are, would be like, I don't know if I could do this. Like, I, sure. Like I enjoy this, but there, there's something deeper there. And there's just, when we've talked, it's like, there's something deeper within you where it's like, I can do this. Like I, yeah. I believe in myself. Like, it's almost like this just belief of like, I'm going to figure it out, you know, oh, and yeah. you have, you have this incredible <laughs> husband that's there to support you yeah, all along the way. Help, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's, um, that's one thing, like, you know, he, he brings up a lot. Cause like, you know, he's, he's trying to get a couple things going right now. And he always says, he's like, you just do it. You know, you're not scared of like, like, it's like the onset of like that scared. What are people going to think? You know, um, what if I crash? It's just like, he's like, you just go out there and you do it. And he goes, and then it's like, your stress comes later on, <laughs> you know, like when you're riding the wave almost where you're like, oh, I'm having a bad, like my job, my business is having a bad month. Like, that's when I get really stressed out. <laughs> you know, it's not like I get excited to like start something. I get it, you know, building my website as tedious as that was, I was so excited to do it. I was like, this is so fun. This is so cool. You know, and starting Golden Glow, like decorating and everything and like you know making coupons at the beginning when I first put it out there I was like going around MSU's campus passing out coupons and um yeah I was just like there's something like that just like sparks and it's a fire and I yeah I get super excited that doesn't mean that I don't have like definitely the lows of like oh I'm a failure because that I feel like everyone gets that it's kind yeah. of like a roller coaster right <laughs> totally totally yeah. as part of being an entrepreneur 100 <laughs> percent yeah. Have you always been like that where you're just like, I'm going to just do this. I'm going to do it. You know, um, <laughs> I mean, if anyone who knows me from high school, grade school in general, like I was never super gifted academically. Um, I always struggled um, in school, like bringing my grades up. And I honestly lacked a lot of confidence. I, in general, like in skills, in my skill set, lack confidence. I mean, I think all women, you lack confidence in like various areas of our lives, mm -hmm. but um, definitely did not have that, like, I can do anything really persona. Um, you know, when I went into college, even I really struggled during like my first two years, of my bachelor's degree. And I actually ended up taking a course of just like how to be a better student. And 
ended up, I think I pulled off like a 3.2 or 3.3 GPA, which isn't terrible. I mean, for me, that was really good. And then my master's degree, I ended up getting a 3.8 overall. So like that was super good. But again, like, (laughs) you know, I, all you had when growing up was like school. And so like, that's all I really knew. And I wasn't that good at it. I always felt inferior. Even when I did dance, I always felt like everyone was better than me. I can't do this. So like, I don't know when it just switched for me where I was just like, I'm a bad bitch. Let's go. (laughs) But (laughs) there, it it definitely was something like in my twenties where I was just like, I have a really great idea and I'm going to execute it. You know, I'm going to just plant this little seed you know, fertilize and let's watch this, you know, baby kick off because I mean, that's essentially like what I did. I took like out of nothing, you know, like I had no money, no business degree, (laughs) no marketing experience. And I was just like, we're doing this. And honestly, I didn't have a lot of people besides my husband who has an advertising degree who like really could give me any input. So I had to do a lot of studying to be a business owner of like reading articles and just everything, you know? Um, yeah. I don't know when it switched, but it happened and I'm so thankful it did. (laughs) Yeah. So you did all of those the behind the scenes things that a lot of people would be like, Oh, I don't have money to hire a website designer. I don't have money. I don't have money to hire someone to help me with my marketing. Like you did all of it. Oh yeah. I mean, I took a class in um, web publishing in high school and I took a graphic design class um, in high school. That is like as much background as I have had in like creating ads <laughs> or um, web building and like my Moonlit Stone shop, the website, like, I mean, Shopify, if anyone listening has a Shopify account, like it's like intricate and I mean, it's tedious, like putting new products up there. I mean, everything you have to do. I mean, that took forever to build, um, you know, finding different apps to make it look cooler or, you know, those little reminders, like you're X amount away from free shipping. Those are all like add-ons that you have to like copy the code and like the HTML code and put it in there. And like, yeah, it took a, I did it all. I did a lot of research. Um, like in general, Instagram, like just trying to like make your pages aesthetically pleasing, things like that. Like, um, you know, it's a lot of like, just like research, reading articles. I mean, there's an article online for everything, whatever like problem that you have as a business owner, someone's gone through it. So like, yeah, I've read a ton of articles. I listen to podcasts sometimes of just people who've been there, done that and can give you some kind of input. Like obviously every business is different, but it really helps to like have some kind of like connection to like what you're experiencing. So yeah, definitely did it all on my own though. Crazy. (laughs) Yeah. And I think the most inspiring thing for me in hearing that is the follow through, you know, is, is Mm -hmm. like you actually, you're like committed to yourself and you're like, I'm going to take the action because even just me working with clients, it's like, I can, I can tell them things. It's like, you can, you can read on the internet and learn whatever you want, but it's up to you to take the action and you freaking execute. (laughs) I doubt myself a lot. Let's not, (laughs) but yes, (laughs) like, but definitely, I think everyone has that, but yeah, I, um, Definitely. Like there is just, you know, like we talked about, there's like that fire, that power that's kind of inside and you just do it. Um, you know, and it doesn't mean that I, I haven't failed in some areas or some things, you know, don't do as well. 
I mean, you just keep going, right? I mean, Moonlit Stones, my wire wrap jewelry shop is a year and a half old. And I did in 2020, um, so a little over a year ago, I did a new year launch. I only sold three, I only had three orders that entire month. Like this past January, 2021, Moonlit Stones made 8,000 in profits. Like that's nuts. And I could have given up back then, you know, I could have, I, I did, but I did it. The next month I did a Love Day collection release. And I mean, that didn't do so well. Like Moonlit Stones didn't pick up. I mean, and it was so early. Don't get me wrong. Not a lot of businesses are super profitable the first year or even couple years, but I just kept going because I really loved what I like making the products in general. I mean, it was like a hobby, you know, and I just kept going. And then in the spring, I started getting really, really good at my craft and like putting out some banger items and people liked them. I made a TikTok, like bless the TikTok gods for coming out. That platform has been magic. Um, I started over summer doing sponsored ads and it's just like grown like immensely and it's just been so cool to see um yeah like I mean it doesn't mean that certain things like I said haven't failed like I had multiple product launches like do nothing you know <laughs> so it's like and it, it takes a while I you know to build something especially from scratch like I'm somebody who I don't have a following I'm not you know super well connected I don't have a plethora of friends in like my inner circle to like thrive just on my own you know so like building your cold audience is hard like trying to find people to like actually want to buy your stuff is kind of a process you know and so it's just yeah crazy but yeah but you keep on you like persevering (laughs) and you try different things I mean I have tried so like everything right I mean in every business golden glow compared to moonlit stones my two businesses couldn't be more different right so it's like my approach to how I get customers or clients is different for both of them. Obviously it's different clientele. It's a different market. One's service-based, one's product-based. Um, so it's like learning a whole new game. Like when I launched the second, my, you know, my second business, cause I was like, I was like, Oh, I've done this before. And then it was just like, no, no, you haven't. <laughs> like, this is totally different. <laughs> um, but you just keep trying new things and, seeing what works and once you find it you like really go hard and maybe what's working is a trend and it kind of dies so you got to find something else and it's just kind of like improvising and you know kind of just swinging with the waves that are thrown at you right <laughs> but, yeah. yeah yeah so how do you manage those lows like how how did you how were you like taking that in and experiencing <laughs> it and then being like I'm not giving up like I am going to try something different Okay, I'm going to be completely transparent with you. There are a few times where I've had like just like a rough, rough business day or just a personal day, like no matter what it is. And sometimes I just have to give myself a day off and like say it's freaking fine if I sit on the couch. It's okay if I cry. (laughs) It's okay if I just watch Netflix all day. I binged Vampire Diaries like all summer. Like I never watched that. So it's just like sometimes you need that like mind numbing like distraction, Um, you know? And so like, yeah, it's okay if you like have those days where it's just like you need a break or I give myself, sometimes it's like it happens 
couple times a week where it's not like a full day it's just a couple hours here and there I'm like okay I need to like watch a show or something because like I can't stop thinking or like dwelling on something and I'm not gonna throw myself a pity party let's watch what's going on over here and I just watch a show and it takes me out of it or I read a book or you know go for a walk or whatever it is um you know I think I, I as a my background in counseling has given me the luxury of like having a lot of knowledge as far as like coping skills you know I'm really into mindfulness practices. So like whenever I'm personally feeling low business-wise or personal-wise, I like whip out like that coping skill toolkit of mine. And I'm like, all right, let's, you know, let's draw, let's meditate, let's, you know, go buy another plan. I don't know, you know, like whatever it might be. I'm like, let's just, let, let's do it. We'll figure it out. Um, but I definitely do have like, you know, those low points where it's like, I'm super doubting myself, whatever it may be. Um, and I do like, I just like might break down. I might just like have to like let myself feel that because otherwise like then it's easy, a little easier to get past it. But I, you know, you always get back to it. I always know, you know, it, the feelings are temporary and I'm going to swing back. You know, human beings are just so beautifully resilient um, that I just know in the back of my head, I'm capable of doing that. No matter what's like thrown at me, it's like, okay, feel it, deal with it. Like, you're going to get past it. It's so, yeah. Such a beautiful mindset. <laughs> so beautiful. I'm curious. I mean, cause everything that you're saying, I, I do the same thing. Like there's points multiple times a week where I'm like, I gotta like check out for a bit. Yeah. Like I just can't. Um, and for me, there's been multiple times where it's like, it would be so much easier for me to just go get a job than try to like figure this out right now. Have oh you had God, that yeah. experience? <laughs> Like, I'm constantly like, you could just be a barista, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, for real, though, like, I mean, there's so much, I think every business owner could tell you, like, we, like, threaten to, like, just close shop all the time, <laughs> like, in our head, I'm like, it would be so much easier, but I mean, I was just like, see you later, this was fun, but, you know, um, I mean, it's the passion that drives you, it's, you know, the excitement, the joy um, that keeps you going, and those lows, I mean, I'm fortunate, like, I have run into, like, you know, a bunch of different issues, um, in different capacities, but the amount of like love and support, you know, especially from Moonlit Stones, my customers are just incredible. Like sending me these kind, sweet messages. I just got a long one today. I try to like screenshot them and put them on my story. Cause it's just like, I appreciate them so much. Um, you know, not a lot of businesses get that where someone just loves like your product or your brand so much that they send you a direct message. <laughs> like that's crazy. Um, so I've been super fortunate that honestly, like the people I work with, I've just met the most incredible, um, you know, individuals and it just brings so much light um, that no matter what, I'm just like, I always come back, you know, it's always worth it. It's worth it no matter what, but definitely have those thoughts of like, you know, maybe a nine to five that you could just come home and put away would be easier. But, you know, because I mean, owning a business, it's not nine to five. It's like 24 seven. You have <laughs> nightmares about it. Like you're, you'll be doing something and it's just like you instantly feel like, oh, my God, I have like your to do list pops in your head. Right. You're like, I have all these things to do. I mean, it is just always there. You're always working. I network wherever I go. I'm constantly repping my business, you know, sold to, you know, someone bought something from Moonlit Stones from a conversation I had at Hobby Lobby. So like, you know, it's just an all the time everyday kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I definitely think 
you know, you have those fleeting thoughts of like, oh, there's just got to be something easier out there, but you keep going because you love it, you know, and you love what you do and you love who you work with. So, yeah. Yeah. So do you mind sharing the story of how you started Moonlit Stones? Yeah, for sure. So, um, well, timeline wise, like, you know, as I mentioned before, I started Golden Glow when I was 23. And then I went into my master's program and I, you know, built Golden Glow at the same time. So I got my master's in counseling, my bachelor's in psychology, but so I got my master's in counseling and that was always the plan for me. You know, (laughs) that was, you know, it can't, it's, I was inspired to be a counselor back when I was in high school in my psych classes. My mom's a psych teacher, um, psych professor. And, you know, it was, I always wanted to help people. That was just always the dream, the passion, everything I wanted to do was to help people. So I thought it had to be from that therapeutic setting in my head. I was like, that's the only way I'm going to do it. In my head, that was just like what I was going to do. I was going to be a counselor or social worker or whatever. It just ended up working out that I went into counseling. Um, So I went through, you know, did the master's degree, the long like three years, (laughs) you know, Um, and I did the internship. And, um, and the internship was difficult. Um, you know, just the place I worked at was, um, toxic, but I was just like, push through it. We're, you know, we're okay. Um, I graduated, I got my degree internship done. I took the national counselors exam early, passed it, did all everything, got my limited license, and the person I had worked for for my internship offered me a job. And so I took it and it, it just things went downhill really fast. I mean, like I mentioned, it was a very toxic work environment and working for this person like so closely was extremely um, difficult. You know, it was just I mean, this person that I worked for was just very um you know, passive aggressive, um, made it really, really hard for me to stay. Um, I didn't get paid for a while and there's just no explanation. It just like, you know, I mean, I think anyone who's had a bad experience with a job or an employer can kind of relate. It was just one of those things where I was like, this isn't working out for me. You know, my anxiety was spiking. So I was like, Hey, you know, I just told her, I want to take a step back. Like, not really feeling like counseling, like doing this right now. Also, like, I just was like, I'm my anxiety so bad. Like I should, like, I don't want to be treating people, (laughs) you know, like Mm -hmm. I shouldn't be. And then it was like, you know, it tried coming after my license and like threatening me that way. And, um, tried talking, communicating with my personal therapist, which, you know, just doesn't seem like it should be like, you know, right at all. So my whole experience was just so horrific um, in counseling. And I know that that's not everyone's experience. I know that there are just miraculous counselors and therapists out there. I still believe in the field with my whole heart. Um, but after that, I had intended to go back, but I just, it what I didn't have the heart for it anymore. Honestly, after that, it was just such a bad experience, like so traumatizing, like, you know, it took a while to like work through all of that emotion and all that grief and everything that I I almost like literally like that experience was just traumatic it was awful (laughs) you know I was I won't go into detail of everything that happened there but um I actually picked up wire wrapping 
as my self-care hobby. And it was a way for me to almost like, like a creative distraction, distraction that I desperately needed. It, you know, it, um, made me, it let, allowed me to like create something beautiful. And it was just for fun for a while. Like I said, like a little hobby making these creations and, you know, I would post them on my Instagram story and people started like really responding to it, like via message. And like, I, I mean, I did it for a couple months. I was getting a little better at it, but you know, this was a few years ago. And, you know, from just that, I'd have people say like, Hey, can I buy that? So people started just buying stuff that I was wire wrapping as, like I said, like this almost like, <laughs> like coping mechanism and um, just through my Instagram DMs. And so I made an Etsy and I started doing art festivals. And I mean, my first art festival was so successful and it was just in like Old Town Lansing, a small little section of Lansing, you know, that's just really like blooming right now to like what it can be. Um, and it was just nuts. And I was like, okay, people like this. I love doing it. And it was honestly like my husband was like, you need to make a site. <laughs> so that's when I was like, like a legit website. And so that's when I, you know, made the actual shop and, you know, made the whole online storefront, like what it is. And I've had it ever since. So yeah, it's kind of in a nutshell, <laughs> kind of the world that brought me here, you know, um, and I can look at it and, you know, for a while I was like, oh my God, all that money I spent on my master's degree, like, oh my God, you know, that's a ton of money. Like college isn't cheap and it's so expensive. And, um, you know, and it was also everyone around me thought I was going to be a counselor. So like, that was always the plan, like I said. So there were, it was hard, like navigating those waters and navigating those emotions and all those feelings tied to like, kind of, you know, kind of putting that on the back burner. Um, you know, it's obviously, I know always an option and maybe one day down the road, I'll pick it up, um, and try it again. But if it hadn't been for that, you know, experience and, you know, no matter how awful it was, like I wouldn't have Moonlit Stones, something that has brought just an endless amount of light and joy into my life. So no matter what the losses I made up for it so much more and I'm just so grateful, you know, no matter what I wouldn't, if I could redo it, like I would, you know, I could say like, yeah, probably change, <laughs> you know, change your path, but it, it brought me to where I am today. And I love everything that I've built and everything I've created. So um, definitely, you know, I'd probably do it all the same. So thank you so much for sharing your story. I am interrupting this incredible conversation to share with you a limited time offer. I've been switching some things up in my practice and I've realized that I am just so passionate about giving people intuitive guidance. My intuition has guided my practice since the very beginning, but I've just come into realizing that I can help so many more people if I do these shorter readings for people and give them practical steps forward based on their unique energy and what's actually going to work for them. Because the truth is, we are all individuals and different things work for different people. We are very individualized. And I have the unique intuitive ability to see the lesson that you are meant to be learning through the hardship that you're going through. And then I'm able to give you clarity on, okay, like this is happening because of 
this. Like you're really being called to cultivate this within your life right now. And your energy system is telling me that this, this, and this will help you move forward. So some things that that could look like is someone going through just a rut. Like they're just super fatigued. They don't really have the drive to get up in the morning. They've set out to do these healthy habits and things that they know that they should be doing. And yet they fall off the wagon and they're just, they're having a hard time figuring it all out. And now this could, the reasoning why could be different for each person. But let's just say, for example, this person really at a soul level, they're working on self-commitment. They're working on wanting to, on on the feeling of being committed to oneself. And so some practical tools for them to then move through that is things like setting one non-negotiable up per day and only committing yourself to that thing rather than telling yourself that you're going to do all of these healthy habits and then you don't end up doing it. So then you end up self-sabotaging and then again reaffirming this energetically that you are not committed to yourself. Energetically at the soul level, you're still not self-committed. So you're going to stay in that rut with those feelings. And now that was just an example, just one example. But that is a very um, practical and real reading that I would give someone. So it may seem a little like intuitive, woo-woo-y, spiritual to get an energetic, like intuitive guidance reading. But I make it be so practical. After all, we are spiritual beings here for the human experience. So I really bring these intuitive guidance readings down to the human level. I make it be all about the human experience and give you tangible practices that you will actually take action on. It's not like a reading where you go and someone's like, oh yeah, just heal your inner child, like, just let go and let love flow from you. If you're not in love, then you're in fear. Always choose from love. Like all of that's great and true, but where is the practicality in that? What does it actually look like to do those things? And that is where I come in. I bring it all very down to earth, very in the human experience. And so you will walk away from a reading knowing clearly what is going on, why things are happening, what lesson you're meant to be learning, and then what steps will help you as an individual based on your individual energetic reading, helping you to learn the lesson in a more smooth way rather than being in this like chaotic storm of it. So if you're interested in this, there's a link in the show notes to sign up for it. As of right now, there's a beta price of $35 for a reading. And let me tell you, this is a huge value. I have, The ones that I've done, I said I was going to take three to five questions and give like a 10 to 15 minute like voice recording reading. I can't help myself but give people the best value. So I end up... I ended up doing like 30 minute readings and I, I mean it was great it was all it was all amazing and I had I had to I couldn't like be seeing these things and not share. So if you want in on this now is the time. The price is going to be going up in April because this is where I'm moving my practice. I'm going to start doing this because this is what truly creates that change for people and it allows me to help more people than only my coaching clients. And I know that some people are just not ready for coaching and that's okay. So if if this is all sounding so great for you and you want in on it, be sure to do that before April 1st. 
And it sounds like, you know, you made 8K in January. Like you wouldn't be making that as a counselor, right? (laughs) No. And honestly, I had gone so far into debt um, because the person I was working for, like not only was taking a percentage of what I was getting, even though I wasn't getting paid for like a ton of sessions, um, she was charging me like $400 dollars or something a month I think I was paying close to like over 400 for just my office space like working there wild Um, so I had gone into such debt because I had to obviously cut back my hours at Golden Glow all while being told by this person like that I shouldn't even have Golden Glow like I'm not as passionate about counseling and whatever and I mean my finances were just in the gutter I had just came out of a master's degree for you know crying out loud and then I'm paying all of this and per month to like be in this kind of horrific atmosphere. Um, And yeah, I just think it was draining the light and energy out of me and all the money (laughs) on my bank account. So it's like, uh, once I was able to leave, I was able to really dedicate time to like growing Golden Glow even more. And I was, I came out of that financial hole in just like a matter of months, just solely throwing myself into Golden Glow and then building Moonlit Stones was again, another thing that was like no upfront cost for me. And after, you know, six months started, it started doing a lot better. And now it's just super profitable. So yeah, I'm making way, like way more than I was in counseling. I mean, they're obviously like, I think, you know, like counselors, once you're fully licensed and like you can take insurances and stuff, like you're, you're making a lot more, but even with that said, I mean, entry-level counselors like the most you're making is like 30 to 50k top so like right for sure, like I mean yeah yeah absolutely Way more, so. I'm curious if we can dive into if you had any doubters that were really close to you that were like <laughs> what do you mean like you went to school for this and you're gonna sell jewelry like what like <laughs> no. what are you doing you know I it's crazy because like, yeah, that's just sounds insane, right? <laughs> you have a master's degree. What? You were just counseling. Like that's super respectable. And then now you're going to wire wrap jewelry. Yeah. Um, that sounds nuts. I don't know. I know how it sounds, but um, yeah, there, I, I think a lot of people in my immediate family knew how at much at that point in time, like, they had saw me, you know, the whole healing process after my experience in counseling. Right. And so I don't think anyone directly said anything to my face. You know, I mean, I would have people close to me, like bring up, you know, just like ask questions, which it's totally normal to be curious. I think a lot of people in my inner circle or, you know, had paid attention to my life for the six years that I had been, you know, getting this degree, actually seven, never mind. you know, um, you know, if they had paid attention, they would know, like, Natalie was going after counseling, like, what happened to that? It's totally normal to, like, be curious and ask questions, so, like, I never really, like, took offense to that, um, you know, and I've had people, like, kind of laugh it off, like, oh, what are you doing, like, how much do you, you, you make, like, six dollars here and there, how much is an order, like, you know, because people don't really believe, like, that you can make that much off of your art, you know, like, that's mm-hmm. crazy, but it's, like, shoot, I have a friend who built a, like, she built this multi-million dollar candle company and just bought a 10,000 square foot, you know, warehouse. Like you can do anything, you know, whatever you create, you can, you can, the sky's the limit. You can make it as big as you'd like. And I think that's the thing is it's just like, 
not a lot of people are doing, you know, what she's doing. No one's doing what she's doing, but not a lot of people are even doing what I'm doing. And I'm just like a baby version of that, you know? Um, but it still just seems crazy. Um, Cause it's just like, I think everyone in our head society raises us to like, you're going to go to school, get your degree and work in nine to five. And it's going to be one of those like, you know, common job or respectable jobs. And so like, when you're just like, no, I'm going to sell my craft, my little arts and crafts hobby <laughs> like that. I think people want to buy that, you know, that doesn't, everyone's like, kind of like, eh, what? And that, you know, for me and my, you know, I mean, it, it's just like, that's kind of expected to like, people are probably thinking that luckily, not a ton of people have ever said it to me, but <laughs> so I appreciate that. <laughs> but yeah, it is just kind of like, I mean, it's natural to be curious. It's natural to like want, you know, so, but yeah, I think luckily we're, you know, we're doing well. So, <laughs> yeah, well, and too, I mean, it sounds like you're, you've made a community with Moonlit Stones, you know, you, you've, you have your, you know, your clients who are, um, clients, product purchasers. I don't know what you call them. <laughs> Golden Glow, like my airbrushers, like those are my clients. And then, yeah, I call customers for Moonlit. Customers, for sure. <laughs> customers, that's the yes. word. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just sounds like you're really impacting these people's lives. So it's like you're doing, you know, what you always wanted to set out to do is to help other people. And you're doing that through your wire wrapping. Yeah. And that, it's just so beautiful. It's like, you know, yeah, I, I try to make the community, you know, I, I, it is incredible, like, you know, to have a community like this. I mean, I have customers who have shopped with me who have renamed our, like, Instagram DM, like, given it a fun name. I have one who, like, actually put, like, a picture in the background of our DM. And, like, I have people message me, like, multiple times a week, like, that regularly. Um, you know, I'll have people reach out to me who have shopped my store and ask me, like, recommendations, you know, on crystal books or, like, obviously, like, a lot of people ask me about crystals. Um, but I've had people say, do you have any witchy books? And I'm like, heck yeah, let me pull out my stash, <laughs> you know. Um, so it's like I get a lot of people like coming to me that have shopped on my store and kind of, you know, ask me to almost like get put or advice or recommendations for their own spiritual journey. And it has just been so cool to be a part of, you know, people's lives in a greater capacity. You know, I mean, I think being an entrepreneur, like you're it's a, you know, you're kind of signing on to be a lonely career, right? Because you're kind of by yourself unless you hire like employees. But even then, you know, the employer employee thing isn't, you know, super tight knit like friendship. So it's like, it's really cool that I can interact and, you know, connect and like be a part of these people's life. And, you know, in on this platform in this capacity and like any way um, possible. I just, you know, it is just such a beautiful thing. I, love getting messages. I love talking, um, you know, to everybody. And I've, I mean, I've now shipped to all 50 states. Um, I think I'm up to almost like 15 other countries. I mean, so it's, it's just so cool. So it's like, I'm talking to people from all over the place and, you know, it's just so cool to like interact and learn from, you know, all these different people and like, yeah, like build this community and this brand and like, like, the fact that I've built something that these people like want to not only support, but like just be a part of and like, you know, it's just, it's really cool. It's been awesome. It's so beautiful. And it all started because of like the belief that you had in yourself. 
Yeah. Right. And that's why I'm like, you're so inspiring. It just flows through you. And it's just like, (laughs) you are doing it, you know, I guess. Okay. So I have a question for, for listeners who are hearing this that are like, huh, you know, I've got some arts and crafts. Like maybe I could like, you know, get started and do something similar. What would you say to them? For like starting a craft. I mean, I would, I mean, put yourself out there. Like, don't be afraid to like show it off. I mean, like essentially like what I did, you know, I just started like while I was right rapping, posting it on my Instagram story, like just put it out there. Like whatever you have, like put it out there, see how people respond to it. Like, you know, I mean, do a couple polls, see if people think it's cool. I mean, test it with your inner circle and your community and see if people dig it, you know? And I think that goes a long way, but don't be afraid to like, put the effort into what you believe and what you're passionate about and put time into it and energy into it. Um, because the more energy you put into it, the more you're going to benefit, the more, you know, you're going to see that pay off. Um, but yeah, I would just say do kind of like what I did, you know, if you have a craft, just post it and see what people think. Um, odds are you're going to find somebody who likes it and that's going to be enough fire for you to like really create something and get excited and pumped up. Were you scared when you posted your very first piece of art? Like, did you get nervous about like actually putting it out into the world? A little, I get nervous here and there um, about certain things. Um, You know, there's always, even now, like if something doesn't get, you know, I mean, social media, the comparison and, you know, the, the like count and the follower count, like people just put so much onto that. And so I definitely feel that on my shoulder sometimes, like if something doesn't get a lot of likes or if I don't have as many followers as somebody, you know, that can like weigh me down. And so it makes, you know, but definitely just like in general, like now I'm at a place now where it's like, I can post, like I have a new launch coming out in two days. And I posted this like sneak peek of me just holding some pendants. And it's like, you know, 10 people comment on it. You know, I have, I have a TikTok that I did and it has over 800 comments. Like my TikTok like blew up randomly. (laughs) So it's like, you know, I get so much from, you know, um, the people who like my stuff or follow my work that there's not a lot of doubt in like what I'm creating. Um, there is a little bit of doubt in how (laughs) fast I can wire wrap. Um, (laughs) I, I, you know, I definitely um, soon will have to hire somebody for sure just to keep up. I just am not that talented or that fast to like pull off the amount of orders that I have coming in. Um, But I think like in general, you know, I can, everyone gets swayed by like social media or like what other people, you know, might think or their opinions, like looking in, Um, you know, I've never bought likes, I've never bought followers. I know, you know, that's something you can do, but honestly, it kind of, I'd rather put my money towards a sponsored ad. So real people and potential clients are seeing or potential customers are seeing it than just make my page look more legit. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm a small business. I'm a person wire wrapping on the other end of the screen. And I want that to really show like that, you know, I built this from ground from zero, you know, so, um, yeah, like every time you post, you feel like a little nervous, but it definitely gets easier as you go. So for everyone listening, just post it and share your work because it can, it can blossom. It can bloom, it can turn into something that like you just never imagined possible. 
Thank you for sharing that. Okay. So before I ask you this last question, where can people find you? Of course. Um, so on Instagram, you can find me on, I have three Instagram pages, but my personal one is Natalie Renee. It's felt a little funky, but it's um, the ad symbol N-A-T-A-L-I-E, Renee, R-E-N-A-E, with two extra E's at the end. So total of three E's at the end. <laughs> um, but yeah, so at Natalie Renee. Um, and then Moonlit Stones is at moonlit.stones. And then um, that's my wire wrap art business. My airbrush tanning business is at Golden Glow AB Tan on Instagram. And then my TikTok, if you want to follow all my fun videos, is just at Moonlit Stones. And that's M or M O O N L I T. S-T-O-N-E-S. So. Okay, cool. And I will put the links in the show notes for those. Perfect. Okay. So here's the, the last question I have for you is what's right. the number one thing that you want all women to know? Oh my God. That is a beautiful question. <laughs> um, I would want every woman to know, cause I think this is so important. Um, you know, we've talked a lot about self-doubt, what other people think, you know, taking that risk and taking that leap, I feel like has been a huge aspect of this entire conversation. I think I would just want women to know that there's enough space in this big world for you to do anything you possibly desire. Um, you know, don't let what people might think or the fact that someone else might be doing something similar, you know, sway you from going after your dreams, you know, there's room for us all to dream as big as we want and to create some fucking magic. So get out there and create magic and do something that sets your soul on fire and that brings you joy. And if something is draining your energy or your light, switch it up and, you know, and find something that just sets you on fire and gets you excited because this is all we get. And so create, like I said, create some magic. I love that. I love that so much. I'm like <laughs> snaps all around. I More love it. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I greatly appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me on. This was so much fun.